Alright, alright, we are back, people. What the fuck is up? This is Ron Sense, and this is Ron. Um, not as promised. I did not get this episode out sooner as I had hoped to. Some things came up last week, and I wasn't able to get a, a chance to do any recap of last week's Bachelorette. But here we are. We're back on that Bachelorette vibe. I'm going to try and get some other content out this week as my schedule should hopefully be slightly less busy for a little bit here. Um, but so let, let's get right into it then. All right. So last week's episode um, certainly had some had some stuff to talk about, didn't it? It was uh, it certainly, uh, you know, it, it certainly got a certain uh, subsect of the Twitter world quite angry about some uh, some injustices that were done upon uh, some young men who uh, found themselves on the losing end of a dodgeball game. And we'll get into that and, and much other things. So I, I guess let's just start from, you, you know, I guess somewhat try and start from the beginning here if we can and, and move from there. All right. So we start this episode off and um, and we've got ourselves, you know, a group date to start out with. Um, and this I mean, so I guess before we even get into that, right? So Claire, this episode was really interesting because it really um, kind of took her to both extremes on like what you thought about her, or at least for me, like my opinion of her kind of varied wildly throughout this entire episode, um, which I guess is like, you know, good for her because that kind of helps with like the whole product of television and making the show more interesting. Um, so... She chooses this group date, right? And uh, again, this could be like good, you know, selective editing. This could be the producers, but she does this group date. And then in their like one-on-one talks with the with the producers, it's like, I specifically wanted Dale to be on this group date. Like, I'm so excited to hang out with Dale, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, what? Like, what? <laughs> it's like, how, why are you going on this group date? And then, like, you're already just set on, like, there's only basically one person you're really interested in on this group date. Doesn't really make any sense to me um, because it just it she's just so kind of like slanted in on on Dale that it, it just seems like, what are we even doing? Like, why are we even pretending that she's interested in these other guys um, in a way that I just feel like I, I've never noticed in any of the Bachelor shows prior to this? Um, so. Uh, the first group date is the love languages or going, it's not all of the love languages, but they're kind of going through the love languages, um, which I think was like a pretty good idea as far as group dates go. I think it, um, was an interesting choice and, um, I mean, I think, I guess they, they chose the, um, they chose like the, the love languages that you could actually do because it's like you can't really do quality time within like this group date setting um and i'm trying to think what was the other one that they didn't do uh i'll uh let's see here oh duh acts of service which is the one i got like the highest score on when i took the test jesus what an idiot um okay so uh acts of service and quality time can't really there's not much like ways of actually doing that within the, the group date setting. Um, but I, uh, I, I think that they did a good job at least with the three that they chose to do. Um, because so we so words of affirmation obviously is an easy one to do in, in this case. 
or or maybe not. So this was the kind of the weird thing is they set her up as if she's like just like you know I don't know Rapunzel up in the tower uh, to you know listen to her suitors call upon her or whatever. And so they do words of affirmation, and Claire's I mean clearly seems to respond well to words of affirmation. She it seems like, and I guess we kind of figure out later on. Um, maybe perhaps why it is that she's very drawn to being told like nice things. It seems like perhaps in previous relationships, she wasn't like loved in that way prior. And so she like seems to really crave that along with the fact that she's been under quarantine and not dating. Right. So she's probably like, really, she feels it definitely feels like she's really, really desperate for attention um like and and i guess more so really desperate for affection um so they do words of affirmation and i don't know maybe these guys weren't familiar with the love languages i mean i i wasn't until like maybe a month or two ago um or like what they mean but like for words of affirmation it kind of was like weird because it it didn't really seem like any of the guys like actually hit the mark on like what words of affirmation seems like it's supposed to be like it seems like words of affirmation are supposed to like sort of basically reinforce um your partner's self-worth and self-confidence and and reinforce like that they're loved and that like they should love themselves and like you know like all those things to sort of like really put that positivity into the partner and like make it about the partner um, so in this case, like the guy's making Claire feel this way about herself and like making the focus Claire. And it felt like <laughs> almost every guy kind of made it about himself. Like it was sort of like when I found out it was you, I was just so excited and I'm so happy to be here. You know, it's like kind of that whole thing. And I understand like also words of affirmation, like this is day two, like what kind of like substantive stuff can these guys actually say? But you had like someone who did like a some sort of like poem type of thing that like didn't mean anything as far as like it was nice it's not words of affirmation in any way um you know i i and and so it was just like i what are we doing here no one's actually seemingly kind of actually doing words of affirmation and it felt very rigid and she was kind of like oh i just love that these guys are being open opening up and being sensitive and emotional in front of these other guys but i'm like nobody said anything like genuine like basically everyone just kind of said the same thing they're just i'm just really happy to be here and i'm just so excited to get to know you better and you're you do you deserve like some but it was like all in speaking in very much generalities and like you know it it, nothing felt like actually personal um and like dale sound like for example like dale sounded very rigid didn't really say anything substantial um, and yet like Claire is just like swooning, right? I mean, like her eyes are just like saucers on him. It's like he could have gotten up and just been like, uh, and like she would have just like been like, oh, Dale's just the sweetest guy. It like it literally it feel like she is acting like this sort of like the characterization of like the middle school girl who kind of like discovers boys, you know, kind of for the first time. And so it's like that sort of like character that, you know, that caricature of like any sort of TV show, especially, you know, like from the nineties where like it's some girl in middle school and a guy, like she like drops, you know, something on the floor and the guy's like, Oh, Hey, I think you dropped this. And she's like, Oh my God, did you see that? He just came to my rescue, you know, like kind of thing. Like it's just like this really 
this infatuation that's like really, really intense. And it's especially like considering, right, she's 39 and like she really pushes this whole I'm mature, I'm 39 thing. And like she's just like literally just engulfed in this guy and like they've literally spent no time together. So it's sort of like what what could possibly have you like this level of just like in and just locked on on him? Um, I mean, you know, if if it's <laughs> working for her, like great, like whatever, but it just it's kind of odd and it sort of makes all of like the interactions in the show awkward. And especially because like for the audience, right, we have this dramatic irony of like we know how she feels about him in a way that the other guys to this point don't, but we're kind of seeing previews where these guys are starting to catch on a lot more. Um, and we also know that she just like runs off with a guy like part, you know, perhaps in a couple episodes and like, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have it spoiled for me to the point where whether I know, I know it's Dale, but it seems like what, how is it not? Um, right. So he doesn't say anything really substantial. She's literally jizzing her pants. Like you could see like a waterfall flowing down the top, the tower, um, and like, and it's sort of like, she kind of really lays on this whole thing of like, oh, you know, like, um, I'm just not used to this from men, like, men never treat me this way. And it's like, I, I mean, I'm sure that like, you've had some bad relationships, but I, I have a really hard time believing it, like 39 years old, like you didn't ever like, spend any sort of substantial time or dating or anything of like a guy who is like, decent. I, it just feels like the the odds are so out of favor with that unless like she's, you know, kind of and I guess we kind of get into this right later, right, where she might have a type where she kind of specifically gravitates towards that. And like and obviously that creates a very toxic um, sort of, I guess uh, you could say, like relationship between her and relationships, uh, I guess, if you wanted to put it that way, like by sort of gravitating towards like that same level of drama and like, and I guess not so much drama, but treatment and like the way that that sort of impacts her like emotionally. Um, but so then they do the giving gifts, which was funny. I, I actually really liked that they did giving gifts just because it felt, it, it seemed like, you know, how do you um, react to that out of nowhere? And this is where it kind of got fishy. Cause um who was it? Um, what was it? I think a guy whose name was Jason, right? Who like shows up with like this like baseball from the first like little league game he ever pitched in or something like that. I was like, wait, what? Why do you have this? Like, I, I mean, I guess like, right. Some people have their good luck charms and they have their things that like make them feel comfortable. And especially like you're going to be going off into basically isolation some i mean not isolation because obviously there's all these other people but sort of like this like semi isolation state for like whatever a couple months or something so maybe you want to bring something that kind of like grounds you and brings you back home and and whatnot and makes you kind of feel like secure and level but um like that that just seemed like very odd like why of all things do you have this um Ivan gives the chess piece. I think that was like a really like the way he kind of did it. Like I'll give you the queen and like, and hopefully I can be your king. Like I felt like that was very clever and like well thought out. Um, and Zach J, the uh, cleaning service guy, he actually made a point about like giving gifts that I I thought was 
um, actually like made giving gifts seem way less superficial. Cause like when I kind of learned about the love languages and stuff, it's sort of like giving gifts, like, geez, like what kind of fucking, you know, shallow douche are you if like your big thing is like you like to receive gifts, you know? Like, so it's like, I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like that, that it's like that. But the way that he sort of described it, where it's like, um, you know, the, the, that from that perspective of receiving gifts, it's really nice to know like that in moments of absence from each other, that like your partner is thinking about you and like that when they see something or do something like you come to their mind and like, and that you basically somehow they're reminded of you. And then like, they kind of bring it to you as some sort of gesture of like, I, we were apart and like this reminded me of you or something like that, or, you know, just like in general type of thing. And I was like, well, that's actually like, you know, that's very poignant and, and actually kind of makes it seem like there's more to it than just like the materialistic aspect of like just getting a gift from somebody um and so the the one thing that i i want to be clear on here right is especially because i i mean obviously claire's gonna like no matter what whether the show went all the way to the end or it goes one more episode she's gonna leave with one guy but she got like a bunch of gifts so like is she gonna give those back i mean because like I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, right, we're fairly certain it's not Jason who she leaves with. Is she going to give that baseball back? Like, that seems like a really nice fucking thing, like, that's, you know, his, like, of, like, his childhood. She's just going to fucking take that? Like, like it seems like they, she's got to give that back, right? Like, there's just no way she actually is keeping it. Um, So, then they do physical touch, which... I, I for the purposes of the show is great, but it was so awkward um, because it's like they're all there. Right. And then like her and whoever the guy is are blindfolded. And then like she's kind of like touching them and they're touching each other or whatever. Um, and like everyone else is just kind of standing around in the corner, like, you know, watching this is very voyeuristic. And it's sort of like at the same time, like all these guys have just kind of got to be going like. Uh, this is weird. Like, I don't, I, I mean, it's like, I don't want to watch you touching these, like these other guys. And this is very odd. And, um, who I think was it, man, uh, did I write it down here? I think it was easy. Maybe, uh, um, I don't recall who like actually kind of like goes in for like a kiss or whatever. in kind of like a way that was actually very romantic. And, um, and and like oh and the other thing is like she was like really intense on like the smells you know I, I forget like what that um what that sort of like uh I guess not like fetish but you know that sort of getting turned on by scents is called um I don't think it's like agoraphobia or so I don't actually I don't know why I said agoraphobia I have no idea what that even is um. Yeah, I, I actually I do know what agoraphobia is. It's like the fear of wasting time or whatever. I, it's actually a good album by uh, fucking um, Cage the Elephant, I think. Um, but it's ol olfactophobia, olfactophilia. Sorry, phobia. Phobia is fear. I don't know why I kept doing phobia there. Olf olfactophilia. That is a that's a hell of a word to say. Olfactophilia. Uh, so uh, she might be an ol olfactophile. 
Uh, it certainly seems that way based on how she was just like sniffing the fuck out of everybody. Um, and like, just really like intense, like, I just, I'm, I'm going to remember that smell. I'm never going to forget. I know exactly who you are. Cause that smell, like all that stuff. It's like, dude, terrible time to have not showered or put on deodorant or cologne or anything. I tell you what, if anybody did that, they were fucked from that. Um, so um afterwards right after the after the group date as tradition they sort of have that like cocktail hour type of thing with all the guys and and you know they kind of get the chance to kind of get like these pseudo one-on-one conversations and it's always where everything gets catty and everyone's like oh can i uh can i take her for 30 seconds like after someone like literally like just starts talking to her like they sit down and then someone's like oh can 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 we talk for like five seconds you know and so um uh, now, obviously, right, these people have been on quarantine for some amount of time, so perhaps, like, these social situations have gotten a little bit awkward and and not as uh, fluid as maybe they would be under a situation where people have kind of been under their normal social conditions for, you know, some sort of unbroken period of time. But this goes the exact opposite of how those those situations go, right? They all sit down. She kind of gives like a toast. And then like, it just goes silent. Like nobody does anything. And then like, and then she's like, uh, so does anybody want to fucking hang out with me? Like, like you know, um, in, in a way that was just like really funny. But like, I also understand that like maybe in that moment, everyone kind of like froze, you know, like again, they haven't been in these social situations for a little bit here. And maybe it just was like, you know, I got to get the rust off. Like they just, you know, they they didn't th- think right off the bat, like, oh, yeah, let's go talk one on one. And so Bennett, you know, immediately uber douche that he is um, immediately sort of is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's go talk. Let's go talk. And and so, like, great move on him to be first because it allowed him to, you know, to kind of be like, oh, yeah, you know, I tried to talk to you and and whatnot. And and they actually seemed like they were having like a pretty decent like conversation starting um and like and 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 then like she's just like i i can't concentrate and it's like what what like um and she's like i you know i i like talking to you but i can't concentrate and i don't want to have like a half conversation with you where i'm not concentrating she's just so pissed that nobody stepped up to talk to her in this way that like I get like not letting it boil over. Like I, I guess to a certain degree, it's kind of like the healthy way to handle it is for her to like actually address like if something bothered her, like coming out and saying like, "Hey, this bothered me." Um, but at the same time, it felt like kind of like this slight on her. She kind of treated it like it was this slight on her that I don't think like that it. I don't think that it was, you know, like it, it, she kind of treated this like it was a much bigger deal than it was. Um, and it just felt very dramatic of her. And like, you know, and she kind of like hits us. I'm 39. I know what I want. Like, I'm not dealing with this, blah, 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 you know. And it's like, yeah, but like at the same time, you're 39 and you're letting this eat at you in a way that feels like sort of immature. Um, and so... Like, you know, because then she's like this at the end of the day, I'm a woman and I want a man to sort of like want me and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ah, I mean, that felt like I, like completely out of nowhere. Like what? Like, so w- for what reason, you know, I, 
the fact that like all these guys went through this quarantine, all these COVID tests, they're, you know, stepping out and they're like, whatever, 30 of them to start or whatever the number is. They're all here. And you just had this date, like with words of affirmation and gift giving and all this stuff. Like what out of all that evidence is speaking to you like that these like that there aren't guys that want to be with you or want you like, you know, so it's like you're taking this way out of proportion and basically going from one extreme to the other. Um, so but like, again, understandable to a certain degree that like she's like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this is the Bachelorette. You're here for me. Like, show it. Um so, like, I kind of get it. It just felt like it there, It could have been, like, handled with a couple less notches of drama involved. Um, and so, like, um, I, I forget who it was that kind of says, like, you know, I just want to speak for the whole group. And, like, before uh, he can even, like, finish talking, Riley, like, is just like, you, you can speak for the group, but you don't speak for me. Like, he just starts, like, flipping a shit about this. And it's like... Okay, this hardly seems like the hill to die on here. Like, I get that he wants to, like, not be lumped in. This is a very individual thing. But, like, look, this guy's clearly gonna just hit her with some sort of generic apology and, like, say that, like, we're all here for you. Um, and, but then, like, so then he, like, the guy kind of, like, He's like, whatever, okay. Well, I want to speak for the group. And he's like, you're crazy if you think, like... And the way, like, just, like, kind of, like... the Almost, like, the pause in which he said, like, you're crazy. Um, if you think, like, everyone isn't here for you. And I don't know, again, if this was, like, some magical editing to kind of, like... It felt like there was this pause, like, of, like, you're crazy. And it was just like, ooh, that's not going to go well. <laughs> um, you know? Because, like, it's like everybody gets what he meant to say. It was like, look, like... And and it's exactly what I was just saying, right? It's like it's like look at how, how, like the situation we're all in, and we're here, like specifically because we want to date you. Like, what do you mean? Like, we're not here for you, um, or like that we're not here because like we want you. Um, so, anyways, like Riley continues on with like just going fucking berserk about like the fact that this guy would speak for him in a way that was just like, dude, this guy is literally just saying a fucking generic thing about like, we're all here for you and we want to be with you, you know, like it's like, take it easy. It's really not that big of a deal to just like, let it go on this one. But you know, um, and then, you know, and of course, like she, she comes out and she's all upset and then everyone's sort of like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like, again, like this is another situation where like Dale kind of comes in, doesn't really say anything of substance. He's just like, you know, I don't want you to feel that way. And, I should never make you feel that way. And I never want you to feel that way again. Right. These are all things like you could take straight out of any romance novel or any rom-com or basically words that anybody has said in about a hundred thousand situations in their entire life. Um, well, maybe not a hundred thousand situations in one person's life. Otherwise like that person probably is creating a lot of toxicity within whatever relationships they're in. If they have to like say that so many times, but you get my point, right? We've all heard that. We've all said it. We've all like kind of been there where it's like, Hey, you know, I don't want you to feel that way, but it's like, it. it's, it's like, come on, you're just like, you're basically just taking a play straight out of the book. I mean, you're not even trying to tailor this to the situation. Um, and yet, you know, she's again, swooning by the fact that there's like apology and she's like, oh, you know, and like basically kind of doesn't really, um, and, and it seems like she doesn't really acknowledge that like 
she's upset with everyone else about this and like she should be equally upset with Dale about it and like but doesn't let that phase her at all about Dale but somehow like everyone else now basically is going to be carrying this mark of like having not immediately stepped up to want to talk to her um so I I don't I I just don't think that he's like it's not that I don't think he's genuine it's just I don't think he's into her as she is into him um and like that's totally reasonable i like the way the level of which she's into him is weird uh for this stage of the game i think it's much more reasonable to be at like the level he's at where he's into her clearly seems into her but like not aggressively like fuck everybody i'm here for you like level even though that's like literally what his position has to be in like his situation versus hers but you know what i mean like he's not just like complete tunnel vision yet on on this thing like he's still kind of figuring out whether or not he really is into her or not kind of thing that's what it seems to me at least um so then uh we get to our one-on-one we get jason gets the one-on-one um and like damn do they hit hard with like she's just like oh write a letter to your younger self like jesus we're really gonna fucking hit the heartstrings on this one or what you know um and this is another one where it feels like was this how produced was this because then it comes out that i guess he is very scared of being emotional and it seems like he has a lot that like he wants to unpack and i mean i guess to a certain degree right like you know, the odds are in your favor that somebody has like baggage they, they need to unpack. Um, but it seemed like he definitely had some struggles with specifically like dealing with his own emotions and his own past and, and coming to terms with that. And, and especially within relationships, being able to like kind of address those things in a way that like allows his partner to kind of really see him. Um, and so, like the fact that he gets targeted for this is like, geez, you know, um, and you know, he's, it, it seems like, and, and at first I'm like worried. Cause I'm like, is this guy going to shut down? Because it's like, dude, like you're here in one part of this interview saying like, this is part of why my relationships haven't worked out to this point. Cause I haven't been able to open up. And I'm like, dude, you can't shut down. Like don't shut down. Cause like, Otherwise, you're literally doing exactly what you already know is the problem. Um, But so he used to be over three Benjamins, right? He was hitting that three bill mark, Um, but he was also like an NFL lineman. So it was a little like, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're three bills, but like you are the you're pretty far away from like the least healthy three bill person, you know, out there. But anyways, right. He looks really good. So good for him. Like, that's awesome that he's he's lost all that weight. He looks excellent. Um, And so overall, I think he did a great job. I actually really liked this date as much as it's um, kind of strays a little bit, I guess, from like the normal, especially for like this uh, stage of the show where it was actually like really, really, really intensely emotional in a way that was actually like. I mean, it was impressive and it was kind of like refreshing and that like it felt like there was like a really genuine um, communication between the two of them. And, you know, because a lot of times right now it's very superficial. Um, And so I liked how like 
he actually opened up. So that was like good for him, whether or not he ends up being with her or not. Like that's probably just good for him in, in general, like moving forward with his life and his, you know, uh, future relationships. Um, and like the, it was kind of weird at the end with like the burning of the dress and all that kind of stuff it was kind of like weird, but yeah, it was, it was like this weird thing where I kind of get where like some people didn't like the date and like, they felt like it was over the top or like it was too much. Um, but I, I kind of liked that they really actually sunk into like that deeply emotional, uh, level, uh, especially on an early date. And even though it was kind of very out of left field and probably super, super uncomfortable, especially for Jason, basically kind of being thrust into this without like really knowing it. Cause right to a certain degree, Claire signs off on like, this is what the date's going to be prior to it happening. And she's also 39, right? Like she should be more in touch with herself in this way. Um, and so, uh, I, th I think that there was a lot, um, I, I think there was a lot to, to say from that. And, and I think it's kind of probably unfortunate, right? That again, it seems like more than likely they're not going to end up together, but it seemed like there was actually really good connection there. And, and that was really impressive. Um, I think that like one of the funny things about when they were kind of reading the previous letters to themselves and as such, like an, an excellent, like um analogy for like the difference i guess in in some way of like men from women is like when she pulled out her letter it was like pristine right nice like even like 90 degree angle lines on the folds like it it looks like this this paper was freshly folded freshly opened like this was like a letter you received in the mail like pristine looking like nice flat excellent looking paper <laughs> this is like all crinkled up and like you know, it's like it's clearly been in his pocket in a way that's like obvious. And I was just like I was just sitting there laughing. I was like, oh, my God, that's like such a perfect like analogy for like how this kind of goes between the sexes, I guess. Um, and so. um, And then what she has uh, after that. This is where like i don't know if i just had a too many like drinks for that moment or like i wasn't paying close enough attention because it felt like so that ended and then like it kind of went into her having some more like conversations with people or maybe i just wrote these notes down weird or something um but so she um she has like these kind of one-on-one -on -one conversations then with some of these other guys uh from from earlier from the group date i think and so she's talking with zach c and I actually really liked how he posed this question and it felt like he was actually trying to genuinely get to know her in a way that I, I think was like a lot better question that normally gets asked in which like he was like, uh, so how did you get here? You know, and like really wanted to kind of see like, what were the steps that led to like you being here, being the bachelorette now, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, and then like, and, and then it was it, it led really well for her to, like, give, like, a really good genuine response in which, like, she kind of said, like, how she went on to The Bachelor in in part to basically dodge an abusive relationship, um, basically to kind of get herself out of, like, the, the vicious cycle of constantly going back to this guy that was just not good for her. Um, so, I mean... That is certainly probably one of the most interesting ways I've ever heard of somebody kind of breaking the cycle, but, you know, more power to her. Good for her that she kind of got out of that. Um, I just like I was like, wow, that is, you know, it's like 
you don't want to say it's funny, but I guess, but like it is kind of funny where you're just like, uh, you know, to think about like that the Bachelor of all shows, like being going on to be a contestant of The Bachelor, would like put you on a better path uh, emotionally. <laughs> is is not I think something that one would generally necessarily expect uh, to be like the consequence, you know. Um, and so she was good about like opening up. And, and like talk, talking about herself in a way that like was very vulnerable. Um, and so that was, you know, again, like a good thing to see. Uh, and then she had a conversation with Riley, which like, I think that I think overall they had a good conversation. I just couldn't help but notice that like basically literally everything that Claire said, like Riley would be like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's just like, oh, my God, stop saying that's what I'm talking about she's going to notice if you keep saying it <laughs> like you know it's just like just give her like some other response because it's like I, I mean i think everyone's been there i don't think it's just a guy thing right where you just kind of hit the generic response back um and so that way it's like you, you know the person can't tell whether or not you were actually paying attention to what they were saying or not like um alicia and i always have like the kind of running joke between us of like um we used to kind of say like, damn, that's crazy. Like when someone would, when one of us would tell each other the, it's like something else that like we weren't actually paying attention to what they said. And so like now it's kind of like the running joke of like, if one of us says something to the other one and then they say like, damn, that's crazy. You're just like, what Did you just fucking damn, that's crazy me. Um, and so I was just like, you know, quit giving this same generic response. Otherwise she's just going to eventually think you're just not listening to her. Um, but he ended up getting the rose, so clearly the the conversation went well. He got that group date rose. That was nice. Um, and so next group date gets wild. Okay, so we we move right on into the next group date. It's dodgeball. I think that's a hilarious group date like idea of just getting these guys to compete. I think that I, I haven't watched a lot of Bachelorette, but I think that there is probably no better way to really stir the pot amongst a group of men than to throw competition into the, like the mix, you know, like that is a surefire way to get, cause you're going to have some of the hyper competitive guys. You're going to have the guys who are just like, you know, really desperately want her attention. Like you just kind of get all these dynamics at play that is going to cause like some serious, um, drama and good television, you know? So, Sorry, just taking a drink there. Um, I don't know if my mic is actually sensitive enough to hear that gulp, but it was a nice little Miller latte. Um, so they make the rules such that like the winning team of dodgeball gets to spend time with Claire, right? So really ramps it up because now it's not just competition, like for the sake of like, oh, uh, you know, we get to say we won. It's like the other team just doesn't get to see Claire at all, which is fucked. Like, because you're talking about the fact that this is, you know, Second episode, they they haven't been hanging out that much, right? And so now, like, not getting that time with her is actually huge. Like, it's really likely that you're going to get sent home as a result because, like, you won't then get any chance to talk to her. And then and then what? Like, so um, to a certain degree, I, I mean, it felt like a little over the top of a way of doing it. But I think it makes it more interesting, I guess, so. <laughs> but as if it couldn't be, you know, too interesting. Claire is just like, 
you know what? It's going to be strip dodgeball. Uh, which I was like, okay, what? Like, so, um, so now they're going to play strip dodgeball, whereas like they have these games. And then like when, when a, one team wins, the other one has to take some clothes, like one article of clothes off, uh, very strip poker esque, um, something we've probably all played before, which is why, like, I think to a certain degree, like the backlash on like the whole strip dodgeball thing, uh, was a little bit aggressive but i mean i guess in strip poker like it's a reciprocal thing like everyone's taking their clothes off and so it's like it's not just like a you all take your clothes off for my pleasure type of thing um but so game one of dodgeball like it's looking really bad for the red team uh and jay just literally puts the team on his back fucking like takes out three people to win and then like that just killed the blue team momentum entirely. Like from that moment forward, blue team just was got steamrolled. Like the red team just absolutely dominated them. Jay single-handedly took the spirit and the soul of the blue team and he just crushed them. He just he just ripped all of their hearts out of their chests simultaneously. Um and so then, you know, and so this is where, like, I think this is also the thing where, like, this makes me less, like, concerned about the whole thing that was stripped dodgeball is that these motherfuckers, uh, you're telling me, right? So, like, once all these guys strip down to uh, their underwear at this point, they're all in fucking, like, jockstrap, like, fucking Speedos. What? Not all of these guys are wearing fucking Speedos. Like, they had to have been told something. Like, there's just no way. Um, like, no one's wearing fucking boxer briefs? What? Like, I, I yeah, to me, like, that seemed odd. Like, n- there's no way that all these guys were just like, you know what? I, I packed a Speedo, and I'm going to toss that on really quick. That, you know, that happens to be, like, either a red or a blue Speedo. Um, so I very much think, like, these guys were aware at least that they would be getting down to a Speedo level. Um... Now, when they, like, actually fully stripped naked, like, I mean, I was sort of like, ooh, that's got to be uncomfortable. Um, You know, it's it's certainly, like, whatever. Again, like, I guess I'm going to harp on this as many times as Claire is. She's 39. She's seen a dick. Like, all right, we have no reason to believe that Claire is a virgin. Um, So I I don't see, you know, right? It's like, whatever. Uh, It's like it's not the biggest deal in the world that she, she's that you know, she sees your schwanz. But if you're, you know, a grower and not a shower, probably a little bit more awkward. Uh, it certainly probably feels a little bit vulnerable considering whatever there was four, five guys on the team. So what you have an 80% chance of being the guy who, you know, of not being the guy with the biggest dick. So I guess you kind of like the odds are not in your favor on, on that one. Um, and I, I guess conversely you have a, what a 20% chance of having the smallest dick. So, um, I, I guess like to that degree, you know, your odds aren't feeling super great and you're just like, all right. And now like, I just lost in dodgeball. I'm here. I'm not going to get to ha- spend time with Claire and on the way out. Like, I, I mean, I guess because like, if you're the dude with the biggest dick, at least like that probably drew her attention enough to the point where like, she's going to recognize you. And, like, maybe at least gives you something since you're not actually going to get to spend any time with her, like, on the date. So, like, maybe at least, like, that Reddit. Because, like, otherwise, like, these guys might even, they might not have talked at all, basically, to this point. 
and so like these guys are just becoming afterthoughts on on in her mind so at least like something that leaves an impression um so and then like she has them hug her on the way out which was kind of hilarious like um (laughs) and then these guys all have to walk back like you know naked and they walk in and everyone's like what the fuck like and like i you know some of the guys are all pissed about it and it's like whatever she saw your schwanz like and then it's like well she's fucking i don't know she's horny She's clearly been in quarantine. She's not only craving affection, but she is craving some dick. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else there there is to, like, say on this front. Like, it's clearly like she is horny. So I, I don't I don't see like I, I get like people are like, well, if this was women and it's like, yeah, but like as far as it, it seems to me, double standards still exist in one way or another on some, you know, and, like, this is one of them where, like, it's not as big of a deal if it happens to guys as it is to women. But, like, uh, it's, like, it is what it is. It's really, I mean, if the guys felt uncomfortable and, like, one of the guys was just, like, look, I'm not going to take him off. And, like, good for him for just being, like, yeah, I'm not doing this. But, I mean, like, I, I think most of these guys are fine. I, I mean, I, it's, I, I mean, I guess probably in their mind, right, uh, they're hoping that at some point this situation occurs, maybe just not. Uh, you know, quite so publicly or um, in this way, but at some point they're all looking to drop trow in front of her anyways. Right. So, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I, I don't, maybe it's just as a guy, like I just don't see it as quite the, the transgression as, as some people might, but yeah, if they were uncomfortable, that sucks. And that is what, but whatever, I, I'm sure they've all been and like, I'm sure they're all fine. So, Anyways, right. Um, so, um, oh, yeah. And like Bennett, like made some comment about like, you know, we laid it all out there for the win. Like he it was so clear, like Bennett was clearly a frat guy. Like he was so unfazed by this whole thing that it was just like, yeah, this guy. Uh, yeah, this guy has been here before. Um, so. um and oh, and so like, and then like they're talking to Blake Moynes on his way back, you know, and I'm like, why are they making him do this interview naked? Like, c- c- give the, like, all right, he's walked back, like, let him put on some clothes before you interview him about like how pissed he is. I mean, I get it. Like, he's got great abs, he's got a nice body, like good for him. But like, geez, like, let the man put on some clothes. Why do you got to interview him with his fucking dick out? Um, So... And then, like, she's talking with the other guys afterwards, and she makes some comment about never going to prom, which seems really hard to believe, because literally even I went to prom. Like, <laughs> like so I, I use myself as the standard is that if I somehow managed to go to prom in high school, then I'd have a really hard time. Like, that's as, about as low of a bar as there is. Like, if someone was willing to go to prom with me, like, she probably had someone willing to go to prom with her. So... I don't I don't buy it. And, you know, there's rumor there's sort of like rumors and whatever speculation out there on the Internet that she did go to prom and like there's a picture. And then she's like and then she's like roasting the person with the, with the picture and being like, why you got like your your husband's like ex's picture as if like anybody's threatened by a fucking prom picture that like their partner went to like. Yeah, like most of these people, most people probably didn't know their partner in high school. Like no one's fucking threatened by their partner's high school 
fucking boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, get over yourself, Claire. Um, and also, that looks like a prom picture. She was like, well, there's other dances other than prom. That other dances, you don't dress up with like that, and you don't have the fucking flower thing, whatever the hell that's called. But, so I think Claire looks bad in that situation. Like, if it was a lie, just like, fucking admit it. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then, so like, she's kind of have a conversation with the guys and Blake Moines is like, nah, 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 fuck this. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just taking this L. He goes back over there to go talk to her. Um, kind of the perks of the whole situation where they're staying at this La Quinta or whatever the hell it is. Um, I've actually stayed at that hotel in Palm Springs too, but, um, you know, he goes over there and he's like, I would want to talk to you. And I was like, this, this is a great move because he has nothing to lose. Right. Like, I mean, by him not going to go and talk to her, like, it only increases the odds of him getting sent home. So he might as well go there and try and kind of, like, be like, hey, look, I know I lost. I, I got to talk to you. Like, I want to spend time with you. Like, I I want to be here. Like, the, he's the only guy, at least, like, putting in, like, that level of effort, like, of, of like, I'm, I'm in this. Um, and so all the other guys get pissy and like they, they form up a gang and they walk over like they're fucking greasers, like to go like talk to him, you know, to try and like intimidate him or whatever. Like they go over and they're like, Hey, you know, uh, and like, what was it? He goes over and I forget who she was talking to at that moment. Uh, I think it was Jay or something. And, you know, he's like, but you lost, which is hilarious. Cause I guess like to some degree, I'd probably say the same thing. I'd be like, wait, what the fuck are you doing here? You lost. But, you know, she's like, nah, nah, I'm going to talk to him. And then, like, they all, so then they come out fucking greaser style to try and, like, intimidate him. Like, oh, yeah, you know, what the fuck? Um, and then, like, she just completely just chops all their balls off, like, right in front of all, you know, just, like, right there. Right right in front of all of America, she just chopped their balls off. And she's like, well, I'm actually going to talk to him for, like, you know, just a little bit longer here. And, like, literally all of them are like, oh, well, uh, okay. And then like, they all just like walk off. It was like, all right, <laughs> fucking tough guys show up over all puffing their chest out, peacocking, and then she just sends them packing. Um, Blake goes in for the kiss. She doesn't give it to him. Uh, probably a smart move on her part. But I, for him, he's probably <laughs> at that moment, he had to just be like, fuck. Um, so then like she goes in to talk with the guy's that one again and she talks to brandon and this was so obnoxious right so she goes to talk talk to brandon um and she's like you know like what because he says something like you know i was excited to come here when i found out it was you and she's like oh like what what about me was interesting to you or something and he's like well you know he freezes up and, and maybe he's just not really good at like talking which is you know i i mean probably not exactly a great quality but i don't think that it's anything to like you know, that can be fixed. He could still be uncomfortable. He could be shy, whatever. Um, and he's just like, well, you're absolutely gorgeous. And then she kind of like clearly trying to pick a fight, uh, kind of pokes him with like, a, you know, is there anything else, you know, like, is it just cause I'm pretty and you're just kind of watching him just fall into this quicksand. Um, and he's just like, well, I just, you know, I just think you're really pretty. And like, I don't know what else to tell you basically. And like, uh, I don't have a different answer for you. And then like, and so then she's like all pissed about it. And then like, she's like, oh, these other guys are saying all these nice things about me. And I'm like, 
all these other guys are fucking just lying. Like, they're just saying random shit that they think you're gonna like. Like, do you really believe all these guys genuinely think this shit? You haven't talked yet. Like, and so, like, so she fucking sends him packing right there. I'm like, okay, yeah, probably not the best look that he froze up. He could have literally made anything up just like everybody else has been doing. Um, but should he be going home for it? No, like her whole fucking obsession with Dale is just because like she's physically attracted to him. Because like when they first like when he came out of the limo, like all he basically did was like say like hey, I'm Dale and he has like these very like nice eyes and he's tall, and he's handsome and like and he just kind of looks at her and he's just like, "Oh, you know, I'm happy to be here." And like she just chizzed her pants and like was immediately like this is my husband like literally just started gushing over him and has been ever since having had no conversations so clearly literally the only thing that she could be interested about him is his physical appearance like how he looks that's why she's into him so um i i don't understand how it is that like she's allowed to like be obsessed with dale because of that and then like but then brandon gets bonged because like he's physically attracted to her and because he's physically attracted to her wants to like know more about her as if that's not exactly what she's doing with Dale where she's just physically attracted to him and then going to try and figure out whether or not she actually likes him. Uh, it's kind of how all the shit always works. Like every time like a dating situation occurs, right? Like you go and try and ask out someone that you're attracted to, like generally physically. And then you're kind of and then you start to put the pieces together on whether or not you guys are compatible beyond just physical attraction. Um, So it it is very confusing that she took this hardline stance on that whole situation. Um, And then what Chasen gets the rose, uh, which was a bit surprising. I I mean, I I didn't really see like what caused her to give Chasen the rose. Um, And then. Um, and then kind of, you know, going back to like at the house, Yosef is all fucking pissy pants about like the whole getting naked thing. He's like, I would never do that. I have a daughter and like, I wouldn't want my daughter to see me on TV with my ass out or something. And I'm like, your daughter is probably at some point seeing you walking around your house with your ass out. Like maybe you forgot to bring a towel into the fucking bathroom when you showered or something like you, I, I mean, really, like, you're on The Bachelorette and, like, you're concerned about, like, what your daughter's opinion is of, like, what she's seeing on, like, the TV. Like, you're on The Bachelorette, okay? Like, it's not that big of a deal for, like, you to just, like, play along. Like, if you're not comfortable with the idea of getting naked, that's fine. Like, but this kind of hiding behind this idea of, like, some sort of moral superiority in which, like, it's just you you need to set some sort of example seemed really over the top. Um, and so it was like, all right, this will be awesome. So hopefully, you know, the, the next episode here, we'll kind of see that all play out. Um, and obviously since then, we've kind of seen some reports about Yosef being kind of a fuck. Um, I won't, I won't speak on those things until I've read more on them and see how this next episode goes. And then we'll, maybe we'll talk a little more in terms of like what that was about. Um, and I guess to kind of finish off the episode, right, it's cocktail hour. Um, and we'll have the rose ceremony in the beginning of the next episode, but she pulls Blake Moynes aside and, you know, she kind of like does this like, Oh, you know, 
you really shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have come to come see me. You lost. And like this, right. Blake points also the guy who messaged her before the show started and like, he wasn't supposed to do that. And she's like, totally like, I don't want you to do these things, but here's a rose. And then like, gives him a kiss. Like she loves it. Like, like the way she kind of like was saying it too, like where she's just like, you know, I told you not to do this, but like, I really appreciate that you did it anyways. And, um, I'm going to reward you for it. Like it, it's sort of like, uh, <laughs> it seems like Claire might be like kind of into like, like role playing as like the disciplinarian, like sort of like the, like wanting to be like the teacher who like disciplines, like the student, like you've been a naughty boy, but I like it. You know, like it's very, like that's kind of like this vibe that she's giving off with Blake where like, he just does stuff that he's not supposed to. And she's like, you know, you just, you shouldn't have done that, but oh, just, it just gets me going. I can't help it. I just, I, I don't want you to keep doing it, but I do at the same time. I'm just so conflicted. Um, so it's, it's really funny. I, I don't like, it's a very odd dynamic, but it, it does make for good television. It's very weird. Um, and so he walks back in for the rose ceremony and everyone's like, what's that on your shirt? You know, like these people are all these, all the, like at this point I was pretty drunk and like I literally wrote down in my, in my notes, all these motherfuckers pissed (laughs) about that rose on his chest. It was so funny. Um, but I do think he deserved the rose for doing that because I, I, again, I think that was the right move considering the situation. He had to just fucking sack up and do that so that like, it gives him an in on, on this whole situation so that, like, she knows he's into her, which is clearly something that she's, like, really, really harping on. Like, she wants to see you, like, into her. Uh, and so we'll see how the next episode goes. And uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Peace out. I've been a fool to live without your love. It's like I've been waiting around for you. Why? Did you take so long to come to me? Maybe you were waiting